Hello everyone. Before I begin to tell you about my podcast, I need a small favor. I need you to get into the state where you're satisfied, content, and also get into a frame of mind where you are ready to welcome some new knowledge and let it flow through your body, sink in your soul, affect you, and shape you or your experience in the next few minutes. I'm Preksha Modi and you are very welcome to Preksha's Book Club. In this podcast, I'm going to take you through some of my favorite reads, giving you a gist of the knowledge or say content that these creative authors have tried to share in hundreds of pages. It might even motivate you to read and if not, at least you'll know the best parts of it. So you'll feel like you've read it, although you haven't, but that will remain a little secret. With that, let's start the first episode. I'm going to be covering the book called Ikigai, The Japanese Secret to a Long and Happy Life. All right, let's consider your regular day. All the pain, the efforts, the ambitions, the endless hours of work, the money, of course, all of it for the long, happy life you want. But has it occurred to you if these are actually the right ingredients to a long and happy life? Well, if not, my dear listeners, please pause and please give this book a chance to reveal to you what genuinely are the ingredients to a healthy, happy, long life. And since I've read it, believe me, it's not the money or the ambition or the hours of toiling. So what is it then? Well, it is purpose. By purpose, I mean the reason that makes you jump out of your bed in the morning. Not something that you have to do, but something you want to do. Something that you're incomplete without. Something that you're really happy doing. That very purpose is your Ikigai. I know, now the first question ringing in your mind is, why do you have to find it? Well, a life without true purpose can lead to frustration. And it's typical of our modern societies where people are lost. Um, they're doing what they're expected to do, what others are doing versus what they really want to do. For example, Sunday neurosis is what happens when without the obligations and commitments of the work week, the person realizes how empty he or she is. They just don't know what to do. They have to find a solution, a purpose their ikigai, something that makes them jump out of the bed, something that makes them so happy to do it. So this is why you have to find your ikigai. It gives meaning to your life, drives you towards sharing the best of yourself, keeps you genuinely happy and thereby helps you live longer. Once you discover your ikigai, the next thing you do is find flow with it. By flow, I mean a state of deep immersion in your activity, so much that it becomes smooth and effortless. You know exactly how to move at each moment and everything around fades. Only you doing your activity remain. There is no past, no future, only the present. It almost becomes meditation, devoid of distractions and chaos. With flow, you make your simple activity an optimal experience. And the beauty of life is about optimizing each of your experiences such that you're immersed in the creativity, delight, 
pleasure and process of your activity. This, my dear friends, is the ingredient. No medicine or Ayurveda can best increase life's longevity, but anti-aging secrets shared in this book. First being Ikigai diet, which is very simple. It says, don't fill your stomach. Go by the 80% rule. It means just eat a little less than your hunger demands. And this is something that the Japanese centenarians, that is people who have been living for over 100 years now, have been practicing for long. So it is tried, it is tested and it's super simple. All you have to do is to be mindful about it. The next is stay active and never retire. Well, this is one of the slogans that the author starts the book with, keeps on repeating and ends it with. It is also one of my favorite concepts from Ikigai. It asks a simple question. Can someone really retire if he or she is passionate about something? Well, no. By mind and will, no. By body, you have to keep it healthy. And for the same, the book suggests some forms of exercise or yoga. But I think it's up to you. What I suggest is, I call it my little motto, keep the movement on. Just don't stop the movement. Take the lion's case for example. Have you seen the lion in a cage? In that small space, you'll find the lion walking back and forth, back and forth, probably doing endless laps in a day. It keeps the movement on. This way, despite its raw diet, the lion stays effing active. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the very theory. Movement keeps you active and activity keeps you healthy. Well, if you understand this, something that you can easily do is motivate people around you and even yourself to have some movement every now and then. There is no option to sit and be. Remember, still are the things that do not have life. And you're my listener. You're sure as hell full of life. Another absolutely amazing concept in the book is anti-fragility. Let's understand this really slowly because it can create a huge impact. There is this word fragile for things, people, organizations that get weakened when harmed. And on the other hand, there are words like robust and resilient for things that can withstand harm without weakening. But we do not have a word for things that get stronger and better when harmed. Well, by harmed, I mean when you get a setback or go through a loss or failure. So there's no word for that. That's where anti-fragility enters. It's beyond resilience or robustness. The resilient resists the shocks and stays the same. The anti-fragile gets better. And that's what you got to be. There are going to be ups and downs. Happens with everyone. But you have to develop the art to get better with every setback. Now, how are you going to inculcate this art of uh, becoming anti-fragile? Well, there are a couple of things you can do. Step one is to create more options. Instead of having a single source of income, start making money from one of your hobbies. Simply have a primary and a secondary occupation so that if due to some uncertain event, something happens to the primary business or job, you do not enter the position of fragility. 
especially in this pandemic hit time i'm sure many people would have gone through this through a job loss well for those who understand this concept they wouldn't have been so vulnerable similarly have more than one set of friends so that if one is busy or relocates you're not left vulnerable in search of a good company just follow the saying do not put all your eggs in one basket step 2 bet conservatively in one area and take many small risks in others let me explain this with an example say if you have 1 lakh rupees of savings you might put 90000 of it in a fixed term deposit which is safe and then invest the remaining 10000 in multiple startups or companies with huge growth potential that way even 7 out of 10 of your investments go sour three might reap benefits to cover all of it and even make you earn on top of that step 3 and also the most important one get rid of things that make you fragile it could be people habits it could be things for example you could get rid of your toxic habits stop snacking in between meals stop getting under the burden of continuous debts pay it off slowly gradually don't overspend time on social media avoid doing things that you do not enjoy anything that makes you vulnerable squeeze it out of your life and that is how you become anti fragile if you really intrigued by this concept i recommend you reading nasim nicolas talib's anti fragile well this is just one of the many amazing concepts shared in ikigai it is indeed a well curated source of japanese cultures and practices that have helped their people live long and happy lives for over centuries now before i end this let me quickly take you through the 10 rules of ikigai foremost being stay active do not retire take it slow remember being in hurry is inversely proportional to quality of life do not fill your stomach to the full less is more when it comes to eating for a long life surround yourself with good friends they're the best medicine smile reconnect with nature give thanks live in the moment and of course keep the movement on water moves it is at its best when it flows fresh and doesn't stagnate besides exercise releases hormones that makes one feel happy come on you got to get in shape by your next birthday what is life if you cannot sip some martini in your swimsuit on a beach once a while Well these were the 10 rules of ikigai. Let me also quote one of these beautiful lines from the book. Life is pure imperfection and the passage of time shows us that everything is fleeting. But if you have a clear sense of your ikigai, each moment will hold so many possibilities that it will seem almost like an eternity. For those of you who are still on the mission to find their ikigai, ask yourself these questions what makes you enjoy doing something so much that you forget about whatever worries you have when are you the happiest these can help you discover your ikigai well let me end with the words of the famous serenity prayer by renhold neber god give us grace to accept with serenity the things that cannot be changed courage to change the things which should be changed and the wisdom to distinguish the one from the other well that was my experience with ikigai i hope i could add something to your knowledge via this book 
Thanks for tuning in to Preksha's Book Club. I'll come back again with another read. Till then, pamper yourself and enjoy the bounty of life. And stay active.